Well, last night was the final debate between Governor J.B. Pritzker, the Democratic incumbent, and the Republican challenger, Darren Bailey. And there were definitely some sparks of flying. Good morning. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk will review just some of that hour-long debate that aired out of Chicago on WGN last night. Uh, And topics include DCFS, schools, and crime. And uh, we'll even hear a bit of uh, niceties between the two candidates that uh, are vying for your vote in the November 8th election, which is now less than three weeks away. Good morning. It is Springfield's Morning. Morning news. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk, and a lot to get to with this debate. And uh, first up, you know, we'll share with you uh, what the what the major question was right up front, and that dealt with crime. Uh, crime obviously is a a, a top issue for voters. Uh, it uh, leads in a lot of polls that have been conducted recently, and uh, it's on the heels of uh, a lot of crime that's happening in Chicago and elsewhere throughout the state, Peoria. Uh, even in Champaign, even here in Springfield. I mean, we had a, a shooting downtown uh, just a, just a handful of weeks ago. So crime is obviously top of mind for a lot of voters. Uh, and that was something that uh, the Republican challenger, Darren Bailey, was asked about last night. And in particular, he was asked about all of the different nicknames that he's given the city of Chicago. So here is uh, Darren Bailey being asked the question and uh, his response. Uh, where he gives a new nickname for the city of Chicago. You also, in this studio in the spring, referred to Chicago as a crime-ridden, corrupt hellhole. You also have called it the OK Corral and an unruly child. If you're elected, what is your specific plan for Chicago within the powers of the governor's office? 60 seconds, please. To let the people know that help is on the way and things can be better. And I want to remind you, four and a half months ago, as I stood right here and made that comment, within six hours later, a homeless man was put on fire uh, in Chicago. And, and, and so I've been thinking about that since you keep bringing it, the situation up. And I've got a new name for Chicago. I'm going to call it Pritzkerville because every one of Governor Pritzker's extreme policies are destroying the city, out-of-control crime, devastated education, the fact that corporations are packing up and leaving every day. No, I think uh, Pritzkerville fits quite well because Governor Pritzker, it's time for him to own it. Chicago is the nightmare called Pritzkerville. And it's still two weeks from Halloween. So that's, uh, again, uh, State Senator Darren Bailey in his comments about uh, Chicago and didn't really hear any specifics other than criticism of the incumbent governor when it comes to what to do about crime in Chicago. And that uh, was quickly pounced upon by the incumbent Democrats, Governor J.B. Pritzker, when he was asked to respond a bit later on at last night's debate. Again, here is uh, moments from that debate on WGN last night. Well, I want to point out that Darren Bailey just showed you that he has no plan to address crime in Chicago. He wants to throw Chicago out of Illinois, calls it a hellhole. Uh, look, everyone deserves to feel safe in We've their homes years, and in their neighborhoods. And during COVID, we saw crime increase substantially all across the nation. I take that very seriously. That's why I increased the number of state police, why we built state-of-the-art crime labs. We eliminated the state's rape kit backlog, uh, funded violence intervention programs, youth job programs, and mental health and substance abuse treatment. Uh, look, Darren Bailey voted against all of that. He has no plan, he's presented no plan, and complaining 
is not Where's a solution. Where's the answers? Is it working? No. Can I respond sure. to that? 30 seconds, sir. You know, I do think I learn quickly. And while being in Chicago, I've picked up on some of the lingo. And one of the words that I've found that was used many years ago is the word chumbalone. It means lacking common sense. It, it pertains to the people who are being duped by their elected officials. But in this case, I believe that elected officials are the fools here because J.B. Pritzker, Lori Lightfoot, and Kim Fox, well, they're the chumbalones of, of Chicago. They're responsible for the crime, the corruption, and the chaos that exists today, and it's got to change. So, again, uh, just some of the back and forth there between Governor J.B. Pritzker and the Democratic, uh, he's the Democratic incumbent, and the Republican, uh, Darren Bailey, uh, at last night's debate. Now, the Libertarian was not there. Uh, he is polling at about uh, 8%. Uh, that's Scott Schluter. He is on the ballot. So you will have uh, three choices there. Uh, and uh, maybe we open it up a bit here for your reaction to some of this after we hear a few more comments from last night's debate. Uh, so stay tuned. That's coming up here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Back with Springfield's Morning News, I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And anytime you want to chime in on last night's debate, you can do that live by calling 217-629-7970. Again, 217-629-7970. We'll take your reaction throughout this hour. And uh, it's uh, the last debate from the uh, two major party candidates for governor now less than three weeks before the November 8th election. Uh, they touched on a whole host of things, uh, everything as we heard before from uh, issues about crime, uh, but also the issue of uh, uh, the Department of Children and Family Services came up. Uh, and this was something that uh, we've seen a lot of just really sour headlines of children in the purview of the state, children who are coming from broken families who may have been abused, uh, children that uh, the, the, the state has some kind of custody over uh, or have been investigating families. Uh, there's been multiple instances of uh, children who have died uh, that uh, that fit that, that, that category of uh, having some kind of state oversight. And you even have uh, the Department of Children and Family Services uh, director, Mark Smith, being found in contempt uh, a handful of times, uh, 9, 10, 11, 12 times. Uh, that he's been found in contempt just like in the past a year and a half, two years or so. And that's because of improper placement for children in the state's custody. Uh, so that was obviously something that came up last night. Here is um, State Senator Darren Bailey talking a bit about uh, some of the problems that he has uh, with how the governor's handled things. Again, here's uh, the, the debate from uh, last night. State Senator Darren Bailey. Uh, sharing his thoughts. We're going to start finding and, and taking applications for all of these agencies. And I will tell you this, DCFS must be rebuilt from the ground up because it's failing our children all across the state. Now, Governor J.B. Pritzker, he had a bit of a different take, uh, saying that, you know, all the calls for Mark Smith to be fired, uh, he says that wouldn't really help the department. Uh, they've had I think the number was uh, 13 different directors over the past 12 years. It's hard to, to, to turn a ship around when you keep changing directors. So he actually uh, didn't really indicate that uh, we needed a new director for DCFS. Here's the governor. 
And exactly listen to what I just said, which is governors firing the head of the agency does not solve anything. You've actually got to go in and fix the problems within the agency. Governors for 20 years didn't do that. We're doing that. So uh, he says they're doing it. But again, in the past year alone, there's been a handful of uh, contempt findings against DCFS. DCFS isn't the only agency that's had problems. You've also had DHS that's been found in contempt with the whole issue of uh, prisoner transfers. Uh, or detainees deemed unfit for trial uh, not being transferred to state custody. Uh, So DHS also being found in contempt. Then you get other state agencies that have had some issues, including the Department of uh, Employment Security, which has had fraudulent payments go out during the pandemic that we still don't know the true scope of, yet taxpayers are still paying interest on debt that the state incurred from the unemployment trust fund um, being really hit during the pandemic. So those those are just some of the issues. They didn't get into all of that last night. But uh, again, you know, when you're talking about an executive, how are the agencies being managed? That's what these two gentlemen are vying for is to be the executive of the state of Illinois. Uh, they also talked about schools. Obviously, schools are very important. The state funds schools substantially. And uh, you had the two debating the issue on W. UGN last night. And again, anytime you want to sound off on this, you can 217-629-7970. That's the phone number 217-629-7970. Uh, but uh, the two candidates, they discussed schools. Uh, Pritzker, he said that uh, Bailey would ruin schools if he was to become governor again from last night's debate. The, the fact is that, that Darren Bailey has proven that he would be dangerous for our kids, mm. for parents, for communities, if he were put in charge of public education. Bailey, we need to make sure that he doesn't come anywhere near the governor's office. Bailey criticized the uh, the governor's curriculum he's been pushing through schools, uh, saying it's CRT. The governor denies that. Bailey talks about uh, gender uh, curriculum that's being pushed into the schools. Uh, And uh, the governor kind of brushed that off. But Bailey said that, uh, you know, there's ways to cut costs for schools and uh, really seem to focus on the uh, administrative uh, bloat. What I stand for is getting rid of the administrative bloat that exists in our schools. Chicago Public Schools spend $29,000 per student in their failed education. And Governor Pritzker wants to give them more money. So... Just again, another kind of stark contrast there uh, between the two candidates, uh, the Democratic incumbents and the Republican challenger. Uh, they they touched on a whole host of things. All right, so those are just a few of the issues. Uh, some of the back and forth included uh, it, whether or not um, you know they're they're getting into national politics. Uh, so we'll get to some of those comments here in a moment. Uh, but of course, taking your phone calls as they come in at two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Good morning. Good morning. I can't wait till there's there's like a, a, a little green light and a red light. And, and when, when these politicians are talking or answering questions, if they're lying, it goes towards the red light. If they're telling the truth, it goes towards the green light. Like instant fact checking. That's what I'd like to see in, in these debates. But <laughs> that, 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 that's a fantasy world. Yeah. But, you know, when you're talking about education, I'm really surprised that no one, especially after the last two years, that no one has jumped on the uh, school choice uh, bandwagon. I mean, I just I just thought this is a perfect time for for school choice. Let me take my tax dollars. 
that you're going to charge me to educate my child in District 186 and give it to whatever school I decide to get my kid into, whether it be public or private. I mean, the way the schools were shut down and and private schools were open and people were transferred into into private schools during that, it just, it's really caught me off guard that, that, that no one, I've thought about this a couple, you know, for a few months since the whole thing's been going on, the election's been going on. And no one's got on that bandwagon. I thought this was a perfect opportunity for school choice to be brought front and center. And and there uh, have been discussions about it, and I think Bailey does want that, but he did not really discuss that in detail at last night's debate, and you think that that would have been a place to do it. Uh, So in the state of Illinois, though, is that something that's going to be workable with as strong as the teachers' unions are in this state because they want public education. They don't want to be able to have kids go to or tax dollars leave yeah. public education to go to a school choice program so there's a lot of pushback there but other states have implemented yeah. this and there's been success illinois has a very uh, kind of unique program uh the the scholarship program where people can donate to a scholarship fund get tax credits for that that scholarship fund can then go to individual families to have their kids go to the school of their choice that's already in place but it's a very small program uh there's efforts to expand that and we'll see exactly where that goes there was actually a house hearing on that yesterday i'm unpacking for uh we'll bring that to you tomorrow uh but um you know yeah obviously school choice i think after the pandemic would have been a a pretty choice uh uh issue to to champion right yeah i think they missed out and the other thing i'm disappointed and and i gotta admit i don't agree with pritzker very often but but bailey has not offered he didn't offer anything for the uh crime issue that you started with earlier except to give chicago a new nickname it's no longer a hellhole it's no longer an unruly child it is now pritzkerville pritzkerville yes it is ah your phone's breaking up there at the tail end i I appreciate it we're we're, we're right up against news here but uh we'll be back with more because there's more to unpack uh including the the two candidates seeming to to get into national politics a bit more uh, but then you also have uh, some niceties that they shared with each other. Uh, who likes the other's suit and who likes that they've been with their wife as long as they have? We'll reveal that next here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and... All right, back with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Chime in at 217-629-7970. Or you can email bishoponair at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and you can message me on those platforms. Just search Bishop on Air. Uh, We're talking about uh, last night's gubernatorial debate, the final one with less than three weeks left before the election. Uh, Of course, uh, the major party candidates uh, had uh, two debates now, uh, last night being the second and the last before you head to the polls November 8th. Now, we've already seen, gosh, I think like 178,000 people have already voted in the state of Illinois, either early voting or sending in their mail-in ballots. Um, But, uh, you know, there's still a lot of people out there that are undecided. Recent polling indicates 9% of you still don't know who you're going to support in the race for governor. Uh, But last night's debate definitely offered a pretty um, stark divide. Uh, And uh, throughout some of the comments, uh, State Senator Darren Bailey, uh, he shared his concern and what he said the uh, people of Illinois really need to know. I just want to make sure that the people of Illinois realize that Governor Pritzker is using this 
he's going to use his governor's chair if he gets reelected to eject himself right into the presidential campaign. And Governor Pritzker, I've, I've still got that pledge if you want to sign it. Will you commit to the people that you're going to serve out your entire term? No more intending. You tried no that more intending. Stunt. So, uh, yeah, no more intending, uh, the uh, Republican challenger says to Pritzker. Uh, Pritzker fired back uh, in parts of the debate, uh, not necessarily immediately in response to that, but. Uh, the governor wanted to tie Bailey to uh, the Capitol riots from January 6th, 2021. Uh, again, here's uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker. Because he surrounded himself with January 6th insurrectionists, sought out the number one January 6th insurrectionist, Donald Trump's endorsement. Wow. And frankly, it's corrupt. You can't surround yourself with those people, with election deniers, and then say you're going to uphold voting rights in the state of Illinois. So, again, uh, the back and forth there, obviously getting pretty contentious. But uh, one thing that Bailey said was uh, all that uh, Pritzker can do is really just uh, talk about other Republicans and uh, try to divide people. No, I am in charge of my campaign. We're the ones making the decisions, and I'm grateful for his endorsement. But, uh, you know, it's all Governor Pritzker can do is, is he's ate up with Donald Trump and Bruce Rauner and Republicans. And that's, the man wants to divide us as a nation. Friends, no more division. So uh, that's uh, just some of the, the other things that they discussed. Uh, of course, it was an hour-long debate. Uh, but one thing that they also did was uh, they shared a bit of niceties. Uh, and this was uh, an interesting moment, the tail end of the debate. Uh, and again, you can chime in on this at 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here with Springfield's Morning News, 217-629-7970. We'll have some time for you to react to all of this. Uh, but here is um, a, a question that was asked of the moderator. Raiders, uh, to offer up uh, some nice things about the other candidate uh, in this race. So uh, here's uh, how that went back and forth between um, uh, the Republican challenger, Darren Bailey, and the Democratic incumbent, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker. Okay. Governor Pritzker, I'm going to be honest with you. You look awesome. I like your suits. You look good in them. And I'm, I, I think that's awesome. And I hope that after the election, we can come to terms and maybe you could take me suit, suit shopping. All right, Governor Pritzker, <laughs> what do you have nice to say about your opponent tonight? Well, uh, look, uh, I admire the fact that you married your high school sweetheart, that you've been together now for, I think, 30 years. That shows deep commitment. That's something that I feel strongly about as well. So I think we share that in common. Thank you. This is amazing. I want to keep this nice. going. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you in the question you asked. Uh, no, that was a good question uh, and, and interesting responses from uh, from the candidates there uh, at last night's debate. And then they gave their closing statements. Uh, and you can kind of picture uh, what those closing statements are with accusations of one being too extreme and the other one being a liar and so on. Uh, but then there was the uh, the post-debate spin room. And this is where uh, candidates can go and, and answer questions. And... Uh, Last debate, Governor J.B. Pritzker took some questions. Uh, State Senator Darren Bailey did not. This debate as well, Governor J.B. Pritzker taking to the podium, Darren Bailey not. Uh, so here's um, uh, Governor Pritzker uh, just uh, making that known as he uh, uh, got to the podium um, to take some questions from members of the media last night. This is the second debate in a row that I've shown up to answer your questions. And the second time that Darren Bailey has not shown up, uh, like with so many other things, Darren Bailey is all hat and no cattle. 
I'm happy to take your question. All hat and no cattle, uh, Governor Pritzker says. Now, uh, the Republican challenger, Darren Bailey, he will be here in Springfield uh, at noon today. He's launching another bus tour that's going to be heading down into the southern part of the state. Uh, So we'll get his response to that. We'll get his response to uh, Pritzker uh, claiming that uh, Bailey doesn't have a plan for a lot of these things uh, and that uh, he's not fit for the job. Uh, So, again, uh, who's going to have the last word in all of this? Is it going to be Bailey? Is it going to be Pritzker? No, it's going to be you. Uh, and I want to hear from you at 217-629-7970. Your thoughts on last night's gubernatorial debate. Any minds changed? Uh, anybody uh, was on one side saying, you know what, I like the other side's take? Or uh, are you still left undecided? Are you throwing up your hands and saying, how is this the choice that we have? How is it between these two guys uh, that's uh, that we have to choose to, to run the state of Illinois. Uh, you do have a third choice. The Libertarian candidate, Scott Schluter, he's on the ballot. Uh, but as far as getting his name out there, uh, doesn't have the, the, the campaign financing that billionaire J.B. Pritzker has and that uh, Republican Darren Bailey has with uh, billionaire support in Richard Uline. Uh, so uh, some interesting things here. But, of course, uh, you're going to have the last word in all of this. Uh, and you can chime in here live at 217-629-7970. Uh, any minds changed out there? Uh, did you hear anything that you liked? Did you uh, hear some stuff that you oppose? Uh, I want to hear from you at 217-629-7970. You can also email bishoponair at gmail.com. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Hey, Greg. There's there's nothing in these debates that, as far as I'm concerned, is going to change my mind. I don't like either one of these guys, and I should have ran myself, as far as I'm concerned, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, the one thing that, that does set me off on this is, and this is just a knit in the world, we got that stupid check from the state for the property tax relief last week. Right. And I want that money to go back to the debt. I don't want, I don't want, I don't need your money. <laughs> Spend it on the debt. So well, we that, but, actually, but, that, but that's your money. That is, I mean, that's your tax. It came from taxpayer dollars. It absolutely did. But in this case, I'd like to use those taxpayer dollars to pay down the state debt and then try and stay out of debt. So my grandkids aren't paying for it. So maybe instead of what Republicans called an election year gimmick of quote, tax relief uh, through rebates that uh, I'm hearing kind of universally didn't really amount to much for people. Uh, You would rather have seen that $1.8 billion the governor heralds as, quote, tax relief, temporary tax relief. You would have rather seen that go towards, say, I don't know, uh, pension payments or something? Absolutely. Absolutely. Something that would keep my kids and grandkids from having to pay as much taxes in this state as we do. Pretty incredible. Hey, I appreciate the call, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, a lot of people just decide not to vote in the gubernatorial race. That's not the only thing that's on the ballot. You've got all kinds of things from who's going to control Congress to who's going to control the state house, even down to uh, some county-level races as well. All right, it is Springfield's Morning News. Greatly appreciate everybody chiming in, and uh, 